Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are super happy to be with you this week. We have an awesome episode lined up for you guys. We're going to be talking a little bit about college football, and then we have an awesome interview with BYU freshman Corbin Green and Dom Henry. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to love it. Before we get into the episode, we want to give you a quick reminder to follow us on our socials on Instagram and Twitter at Loyal2RoyalPod. Make sure you hit up Jared on Twitter as well at Jared Buckeye, where he will be reporting news from fall camp. Now, without further ado, let's get to it. Let's brew. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go Welcome back, listeners, to your favorite podcast. Oh, it's and been a while since I've heard that soothing voice. Welcome back yeah. to myself as well. Back. Uh, life has been lifing. Do you have a life update for us? Um, well, I've been doing lots of essays for med schools. Mm-hmm. Fun. Been buried in those. Almost done. And then my wife got her ACL restructured, reconstructed. So, wow, she's got an ACL. Well, she has a hamstring for her ACL now. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a hammy. They took off a little bit of her hamstring and made a new ACL for her. She's got a ham CL now. Yeah. So did she, like, do something and break it? Or is it? did it, Uh, like, just need surgery because it was weak? Back in February. Hip up, by the way. We were skiing. (laughs) Yeah, I won't tell you her name. (laughs) (laughs) But we were skiing. She fell down. Hit a tree, it was bad. Uh, and then first doctor said it wasn't torn. So she was like, alright. And then it kept hurting, another doctor was like, yeah, it's completely torn. But she had to go to Morocco and Spain for a study abroad research trip. And then she got back, got her surgery now. In August, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, good for her. Hopefully she heals up quick. Yeah, yeah. She, She's doing okay? Yeah, she's on the up and up. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Good, good. Um, but she's not doing any housekeeping. So if your listeners have a banana hook, a bucket, and a sponge, Ooh. you could join us while we do our own housekeeping. Those are a great, a great triplet. Thank you. They all go together very well. The bucket and the sponge, and then the banana hook. The banana yeah, hook. of course, yeah. The banana hook is an essential. Every time you grab a bucket, you got to grab your banana hook, too. Yeah. Which, by the way, we're just looking up pictures of banana hook because me and Justin didn't know what they were. Nope. They're actually... Pretty cool. That We need some. Like, yeah. the little basket underneath. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Crucial. <laughs> all right. Let's get into it. Just a quick little tidbit of recruiting news. Fun little tidbit that came in over Twitter today. An Elite 11 QB from Oregon. Elite 11 is very good, by the way. Mm-hmm. TC Manu Maleuna said, and you know, great quarterback, people think I'm locked in for Oregon, but being a member of the church, playing at the Y is my goal. My grandma is the biggest BYU fan, and she says that's where she sees me playing. Now, this is a class of 2024 recruit who will serve a mission, but so, you know, maybe it's 
people won't read into it too much, but when I read this, my first thought is BYU with Kalani Sitake having the success that he's having is now in a spot where top LDS talent is seriously considering and wanting to go to BYU. And I think that is an incredible thing. Mm-hmm. It's good to be back. <laughs> it is good. And uh, we get into this a little bit later in our little interview we have. Hmm. Sneak peek, that's a tease for you. Um, but it's that family atmosphere. I feel like that is really drawing people like Kingsley, people like this guy. They're like, hey, I want this. Yeah. You know, This is good. This is beneficial to me and my development. And like, we get into it with Corbin and Dom, but like, I'll just, we'll leave it at that. But we'll leave I, it at that. It's, what Kalani's building is sustainable. And it's, I'm very excited with where our future's headed. Uh, I would like to, two things first. Uh, I want to shout out Tim. Uh, Tim texted me. Uh, I don't know his last name, but he texted me the other day and said, Yo, Jared, what up? This is Tim. Just wanted to let you know that I'm a big fan of the pod and loved what you said about Utah in the Pac-12 preview. I love you, Tim. Thanks for listening. I have a theory. I have a theory. Okay. Let's hear the theory. I think it's Tim Shumway. Oh! (laughs) Oh! You mentioned the last name, but I know Tim listens, and I know he hates Utah. There you go. Perfect combination. Tim Shumway, if that's you... Thank you very much. Yes. We love all our listeners, especially the ones that reach out and banter with us a little bit. Yeah. That's um, also another shout out to my wife. I can't tell you her name because I should have some help. Hippa. Yeah. Hippa. Yeah. But her uncle, who's named Dan. Oh, what? Family, he, I, I saw him um, over the weekend as well, and he gave a shout out as well to our, our stuff. So shout out back to you, Dan. Thank you for listening. Look at this community we're building here. Uh, it just warms my heart. Yes. It's the family feel. The, the family feel of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. Yes. It's we, what we're known for. We model our our uh, community after Kalani yes. and his team. Mm-hmm. Uh, family atmosphere. Yep. Uh, anyway, also on a very closely re- related note, I found out what Alma Mater translates to. Oh. It is not what I thought. It means nourishing mother. Oh. Hmm. So, now, in the fight song, instead of alma mater, sons and daughters, we need to say, nourishing mothers, sons and daughters. For nourishing mothers, sons and daughters. Yes, yes, it works. It works, yeah, I can see that. Remember, everyone listening, it is not loyal, strong, and true, wear the white and blue. It is royal, strong, and true, wear the royal blue. There you go. Wear it. Yep. All right, that's it. Um, yeah, I had another piece of housekeeping. Oh, boy. Ooh. This is good stuff. This is good from stuff. From Antonio Brown. Oh, baby. We got Antonio so, Brown. For listeners who maybe don't know, who is Antonio Brown? He is a dynamite stick. Oh. Of mm-hmm. a wide receiver, you might say. <laughs> um, Super Bowl champion. True. Mm-hmm. Um, he played with the Bucks most recently. Is that yes. The most recent? Yes. But it didn't end very well. No, ended with him <laughs> dancing, like, running off the field shirtless, whipping his shirt around like a towel over his head, running off the Jets field. In the middle of the game. He and just Uber went out in the middle of the game. He took an Uber to the airport. <laughs> oh, man. So here's his quote on his biggest regret. There might be a lot to choose from. Here's what he has to say. He's, he's been a wild person. I'm sure that yeah. there's some regret that comes along. Yeah. I quote, 
my biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker or showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet (laughs) or throwing rocks at that UPS driver. Okay. And it definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the Jet Stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. None of those things are his biggest regret. So what is it? He continues. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. (laughs) Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what that was like for you all to see something like that. And then he says, it's like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. Were you there when Jesus performed at Red Rocks? Antonio Brown, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Honestly, he's not wrong. Watching him has been such a spectacle the past year. It has been worth the yeah. price of admission. It's can't miss. Can't miss TV. Uh, that's wild. Yeah. I love how he compares himself to the Beatles and Jesus. And you're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, all right. Quite a guy. Kind of the opposite of both of them. They're both going against the grain. True. True. Shout out, Jesus. Rebelling against the established yeah. system. The established order. Sanhedrin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. Speaking of the Sanhedrin. Oh, perfect. Perfect, perfect segue. segue. Okay. We I have some you. apostolic thoughts mm-hmm. about Jaron Hall. Yes. Yep. Let's have a talk about Jaron Hall. Now, some people are saying that this is going to be his breakout year and that he's going to be a Heisman candidate. Other people are saying, whoa, 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 let's pump the brakes. Now, are you a believer or a non-believer in Jaron Hall? In other words, are you Saul or are you Paul when it comes to Jaron Hall? Ooh, Saul or Paul. I'm going to raise my hand. I am a Jaron Hall Saul. Boo! <laughs> I am a non-believer. Not, not that he is not a good quarterback, but that he is not an elite quarterback. He is not a first-round draft pick. He's not a Heisman candidate. Cut the mic. Cut the mic. <laughs> Get this man out of here. Yes. I, now, who knows? Saul, as we all know, was slapped around by the Holy Ghost later in life and was converted and became a Jaron Hall Paul. Yeah. Or, no, just Paul. Just Paul. Yeah, he just, just became Paul. Paul. He was just Paul. But know like, a G- like a Jesus Paul. <laughs> yeah, like a Jesus Paul. Like, like Jesus performing at the Red Rocks Paul. Yes. Uh, now, I may have that same revelation in the coming months. However, right now, I am a Jaron Hall Saul. How are you, Dan? Um, so I think I'm a Jaron Hall Thomas. Oh, okay. I'm a doubting Thomas, you know? I gotta see it to believe it. But you're still a believer, but yeah. Like, I'm open to it. Yeah, okay. Like, and I believed in the past, you know, kind of at a lower level, like Jaron Hall was good last year. But until I see Jaron Hall in the flesh, putting up Heisman numbers against Oregon or Notre Dame, uh, I'm gonna have to preserve my faith for other things, I will say. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it's gotta ration it. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I am a Jaron Hall. Paul, or if we're bringing in other apostles, I'm Jaron Hall Peter. Okay. I'm going okay. to bat for Jaron Hall. <laughs> I honestly think that Jaron Hall is a much better quarterback than what we give him credit for. He's been working really hard. The videos we're seeing of him now, he's not underthrowing receivers on those long routes intentionally. He's putting the ball in the breadbasket, on the money. 
I'm not saying that Jaron Hall will be a Heisman candidate at the end of the year just because of the style of offense BYU plays. It's not as prolific as some of the other offenses. He's not going to be throwing for like 6,000 yards or something like that. But I believe that he is an elite quarterback, elite ball placement, can read the defense elite, and he will be the type of quarterback that will go to the NFL and will excel without having to put up those monstrous numbers that, you know, Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield put up in college just to do, you know, just to... Just to play for the Browns. <laughs> uh, I want to hear from our audience as well. On the socials, hit us up. Let us know which apostle you are, according to Jaron Hall. Are you a Saul, a Paul, a Thomas, a Peter? Are you a Judas? I don't know. <laughs> you better, if you're a Judas, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm calling the cops on you. I'll come for you. Um, but yeah, I think it's an interesting conversation. I will say... That pass from Jaron Hall to Chase Roberts in the back of the end zone was mm. one of the most perfect passes I have ever seen in my entire life. It was an absolute dime. The only place dime. in the world that the DB couldn't get to it. It wasn't out of bounds. It was right in his bread basket, like two inches before the end line. I, it was beautiful. You know what? Jaron Hall will be a Heisman candidate. Okay. All right. Jaron Hall will be a Heisman candidate. You heard it here first. I hope so. Now, over under Jaron Hall, games played in. <laughs> Ten. Over. Over. He's staying healthy. He's games worked on his body. Played in. Okay. Yeah, games played in. Over under Ten. He's worked on his body. He's half. done different things. He's going to have a, a good year health-wise, I think. Taking the over? Yeah. Okay. Taking the over. Come on, Saul. I feel Looking obliged to take Saul. the under. Oh! <laughs> I have to. Contrarian. Uh, kind of like Dennis said, I need to see it to believe it. I just, every year he's played in, he's found a way to get hurt. Not that I hope this would happen, but I do think our depth will be tested at least once during the season. Oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> I just think, who, who's the guy that plays Mr. Bean? What's his I, name? I just always call him Mr. Bean. Ah, Mr. Yeah. Bean. <laughs> yeah, that, that clip of Mr. Bean saying, oh, ye of little faith, directed right at you. All right. I'll All take right. it. I'll take it. Speaking of injuries, look at that. Another good Dude, segue. Transition yeah, we're, we're really on it. Kalani has said so far... In fall camp, there has not been a single season-ending injury. Knock on wood. Yeah. That is great to hear because fall camp injuries have plagued BYU for as long as I've been a fan. And just, like, look into the news right now. Like, uh, what's his name? Hartman at Wake Forest? Yeah. Out That's indefinitely. Wide receiver at Florida? That's tough, out indefinitely. I, it's just one of those things that happens. And yeah. I... Like you can I was never talking take to injuries out of the game. Yeah, and I was talking to Gregor Bell, and they're saying that training camp is like a little unnecessary with how much full contact they they do. And uh, I kind of tend to agree with him. I'm like, you don't really need that, do you? I don't, I don't know. I don't play. Just so the guys ready. I, I I don't know. I just I would hate you know to see injuries happen, especially on the old line. Uh, but like we said, we're doing okay right now. We are doing okay. Let's keep up the good juju. The good juju. The good juju. Speaking of juju. Uh, no, yeah. That one wasn't it. Nope. Right. try though, at least. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can go. You go miss ahead. 100% of the shots you don't take. That's all I'm That's saying. That's true. That's true. Anyway, uh, let's just move on to uh, our countdown to college football. Let's go! There are only 15 days until Western Kentucky... Plays Austin, PA, at 10 a.m. Mountain on CBSSN. 
Right, that's week zero, isn't it? Baby, yep. That's week zero. I cannot wait. Let's I cannot go. wait to be up at 7 in the morning watching ESPN College Game Day <laughs> at some weird freaking school that you've never heard of. I can't wait to see Austin PA face off against the Hilltoppers. That's going to be exciting. And there are only 22 days until the first BYU game. 22 days? That's three weeks. <laughs> three weeks until oh, BYU man. kicks off against USF in Tampa. It's getting real. I almost like want to start doing game predictions and breakdowns. All right, fine. Show bet. Will BYU win the coin toss? Heads or tails? Heads or tails? Yeah. Tails. Hey, I gotta go tails. I'm gonna go heads. Tails never fails. Does BYU kick or receive? Kick. Always kick. Yeah. They're gonna. Well, they're gonna defer. Yeah. True. True. They'll defer. And then the other team will obviously choose to receive. Otherwise, BYU could receive twice. They don't want that. <laughs> so we'll end up kicking. All right, fair enough. Did fair you enough. know, in 100% of the coin flips that Kalani Sitake has won, he has chosen to defer. Wow. He's never once taken the ball in the first half. Nice. Interesting. Interesting. That's your nugget of the day. Nugget of the day. That's, uh, it's probably a good call, but yeah. you know, it's kind of surprising that it's 100%. Yeah. Honestly, I'm just hoping that one day we'll be up so big on a team that we'll defer and then choose the kick in the second half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to rub salt in the wound. That'd be awesome. That'd be hilarious. And then you, it's like on ESPN Plus and the commentators are like, what is going on? Oh, they're like losing their shiz. <laughs> they don't even know the rules of football. Yeah. That is, it is really funny. Like when you dive into it, it's like, it's not just kicking or receiving. It's like actually complicated. And yeah. Like all this stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, now that our house is nice and clean, thank you, Dan, for bringing the banana hook. Otherwise, we would have been in a real, uh, we would have been on the hook. The banana hook. Amen. (laughs) Now that we got all of that done, we are going to move into an awesome interview that we had with Corbin Green and Dom Henry. We're super grateful that we were able to have this in-person interview with them, chop it up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's get to it. All righty. Well, everybody, we have two very special guests with us now. We have recurring guest Corbin Green and new recurring gra- recurring guest Dom Henry. Welcome on, guys. Thank you. Recurring grass works too. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> I think we get the point. Yeah, I just I got the jitters being in in the, the same room as two BYU football players. It's, it's a little weird. <laughs> Man, I'm already jittery right now just being around you guys. <laughs> oh, you know it. All right. <laughs> we got one friend of the program, Dom. We got to let you know, just like we let Corbin know. Now that you've been on the show, you are now contractually obligated to come on whenever we want. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, <We're> totally kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. But uh, let's kind of like go through. So just remind our listeners, like, who are you guys? Maybe we'll start with Corbin and then go to Dom and just kind of like give us a little background, like who you are, where you came from, stuff like that. Uh, what's up? I'm KG. Um, one of the freshman DBs on BYU. I came from Tulsa, Oklahoma. No, just out here playing. Yeah, my name's Dom. Um, came all the way from Jacksonville, Florida, and you know, just playing football. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, I gotta ask you. Coming from Jacksonville, are you a Jaguars fan? Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I understand because I grew up a Jaguars fan too. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I was like I'm from California, so it's a complete yeah. other side of the country. But Mercedes Lewis, his mom lived right next to his, my great grandma. And like we met him when he was a rookie, oh, and like, he gave us like these signed rookie cards and stuff. Yeah. So I grew up a Jaguars fan. I don't know why God gave me that trial. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. And then we got Urban Meyer doing yeah. all his weird stuff too. Yeah. 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 You had to boot him. <laughs> <laughs> you 
get them out of there. Uh, yes, that actually was one of our questions. Is like, what teams do you guys root for outside of BYU? Obviously. Uh, I think I'm always gonna have to go with my LSU Tigers and Saints because I'm originally from Louisiana, so you know I just gotta go with the home teams. But you know, it's, I'm a, I'm a Cougars fan, man. You know I mean? Let's go, go Cougars. But I think I'm always gonna have to be who that nation rep my Saints. I got to. Let's go. Let's go. Taysom Hill, BYU Cougar. I hey, love him. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's army nut. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> yeah. I mean, I grew up like a Florida State fan, Florida State fan for sure. But um, Jags, Heat, Rays. I usually go with them, go to the games and stuff back home. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Have you met David Everhart, the like Cosmos coach? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, the, he's like the athletic marketing dude. I work with him some because like I supply like the gas for like the smoke tunnels and stuff at the game. Okay. He's like training Cosmo. You know, Cosmo is this crazy mascot and everything. He used to work with the Miami Heat. Oh, nice. Yeah, really? so, yeah. yeah. He worked the Milwaukee Buck. He was the Mascot for the Milwaukee Bucks for a really long time. Oh, He's also a recurring guest, I guess. Yes. One time guest on our show. <laughs> so, yeah, you should, you should hit him up. Yeah, he's, he's got some cool stories from the, yeah. those days. Yeah. Um, walk us through a little bit of like the recruitment process for you guys. Because we were talking before this um, off air, you guys were just talking about the family atmosphere and how real that is. And like, how has that gone from like hearing it as a recruit to now being in the program and like feeling that family atmosphere? Um, you know, honestly, it's kind of like the same same atmosphere like on the visit you know you of course you have like older guys kind of taking you under the wing because you know you have hosts and all that type of stuff you have coaches catering to you and everything but like since I've been here like it's kind of I don't want to say it's been the same as like coaches catering to you but like you have all the older guys like still showing you love all the older guys still you know like um, taking you under the wing teaching you kind of the plays teaching you the way the team works team runs you know everything like that and it's just been great honestly it's still a family atmosphere and like it's just big family I mean honestly that's really the best way to put it yeah for sure like when we first came in that first meeting they stressed like loving one another oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they were in line like you, de- you can definitely feel the love from the coaches from the players like your teammates everybody on staff just loves one another and it's just a huge family Thanks. Man, that's so cool to hear and honestly like we were, we were listening to some interviews with like Gabe Judy mm-hmm. he's like another recurring guest on the show yeah just, we love Gabe. He's a funny dude. Oh yeah. But he was he was talking about how the practices have become just fun. You know, it's it's not like something that he dreads going to. Like maybe he did at other schools. Do you guys feel the same way about these fall camp practices? I could agree. Yeah, definitely. And then like mentioning Gabe, he's one of those guys who actually take me under his wing because he's so smart. Like he, I mean, his football IQ is out of the roof. Like, yeah. So it's kind of one of those things. Like with me, I've always just played off of pure athleticism, and you can't do that in college. Right. So that being said, like with him, just kind of showing me like what to expect out of different splits, like out of different coverages, different ways you can cheat it, different ways you can like change it to show something else and then get back into the coverage. Like he's honestly just kind of taking me under his wing, showing me a lot and you know, it's it's been great. Yeah, for sure. I mean, football's meant to be fun and like at BYU it's definitely fun. Everyday for practice, sure. competing, just putting that work in, it's definitely really fun. Yeah, speaking of fall camp, how is that going? Do you guys feel like you guys are getting up to speed? Cause like you guys both knew both like this is your first year in the program, first fall camp. Do you guys feel like you're getting up to speed with everything? Oh, for sure. I definitely feel like it's one of those things that they've really like worked us in to kind of bring us up to speed and worked us in so we kind of really know what we're doing and are able to go out there and make plays and not just kind of be out there like petering around. Like It's kind of one of those things that like you go to meetings, they kind of walk through stuff for you. Like You watch so much stuff in film that you're able to kind of like, whenever you're in practice going through like team period and going through the plays, 
it's not so much as like you have to think about everything so much. You can kind of just play it because you already have it like in your mental. So it's awesome, honestly. Like they've been so good, making it fun, working us in so we can really learn kind of the playbook, really learn how the team runs, and it's it's been great. Yeah, I mean, for me it was a little shaky at first. We have a whole bunch of plays, but working in like in the team meetings, coach going over all the plays and stuff, helping us install everything. Um, I'm definitely getting up to speed, and it's starting to become easier every day. Yeah, and you guys are both from like C level states, right? Yeah. Obviously, Utah is a lot higher. Provo's got to be like Lavelle Edwards <laughs> Stadium is one of the highest stadiums out there. Did that guy, did that like hit you guys hard, or were, are you guys just like built different? Like your conditioning was just that good? <laughs> nah, it it hit like first week up here. Whenever we started conditioning, it was actually really hard. Like felt gassed all the time. Felt like I couldn't breathe. I was getting nosebleeds, lips getting chapped, ears popping all the time. It was it was hard, but it was kind of one of those things that just like you get acclimated and luckily I've been able to acclimate it to it pretty fast but like it was it was hard it was hard at first yeah I mean it took me a couple of weeks to acclimate too but I mean still like just like going up the steps like those ones going to class oh on my campus gosh. all the ones right next to the RB that are just straight yeah. up yeah. Yeah. there's like yeah. seven flights of stairs like you'll stop and look up those stairs and be like yeah this class worth it I think that's why they planted all those plants and it's like those gardens right yeah. next to it so you yeah. can just sit there and take as many breaks as you need yeah. take as many yeah. as you Hey, but just so you guys don't feel too bad, like, whenever we walk up those stairs, we feel the same way. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. it's, it's, it's really bad. Hey, walking up three stairs, I'm wheezing. I'm gassed. And honestly, it's, it's what, obviously it's a podcast, you can't see it, but the pure, like, look of, like, terror that was on their face when we talked about the Utah elevation. <laughs> Priceless. It was something to see. Yeah. Um, the DB room and the wide receiver room are both, like, from a fan's perspective, probably some of the deepest... Um, position groups we have on the team like they're loaded absolutely loaded um, and so how has it been learning from the veterans you know being with the new incoming guys how has that experience been just having so much experience so much like depth that you can like learn from and look up to um honestly it's been really good like it's so cool that you have so many guys that know the game of football know how BYU works and just know the plays like the back of their hand that that way like I mean, it sucks sometimes when you make the little mistakes. Like, they even know how to get on you and know how to, like, coach you up so you know how to fix it, where all the time you don't even have to go to Coach G to get it fixed. And then it's also cool, too, because it's like, um, you know, whenever you go out there and make plays, you have those older guys celebrating you. And even, like, when you move up the depth chart, those older guys aren't as much like, ah, oh, like trying to prey on your downfall, but are, like, happy for you and really, like, encouraging you to keep moving up the depth chart and keep getting better every day because they know at the end of the day that they leave, like, sometime soon so they want you guys to be able to be the next like face of BYU so it's awesome honestly it's been really good being able to learn from those older guys you know of course it's so deep that like there's a lot of guys in there but they still take their one-on-one times with each and everybody so it's been great and especially with me personally just coach G being pretty bought into me it's, it's been awesome because he's just kind of taking me under his wing taking me aside a lot and just kind of take fixing the little things with me and then also letting me kind of just play my game of football and it's it's been great I've been able to go out there and make some plays and he supported me, celebrates it with me, and so does the older guys. It's been awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's been really good. The veterans are super helpful. Like, when me and Parker first got here, another freshman wide receiver, like Chase Roberts, Gunnar Romney, and Jaren Hall, they would take us up to the film room and just teach us the plays, go over the installs with us, and just make sure we're learning. And um, even on the field, too, like, if I don't know the route, I'll look at them, and they'll, they'll help me get it, and um, they'll just keep me in check. 
help me make sure I know what I'm doing and stuff. So that's so. awesome to hear, man. Just that the camaraderie that it sounds like the team has. Everyone Absolutely. is supporting everyone. Everyone is lifting everyone up. But there's got to be some people that make you look silly, right? Someone. So I mean, you guys are on both sides of the ball. So Corbin, for you, who's the hardest guy to guard? And Dom, for you, who's like your least favorite DB to go up against? Hardest guy to guard. Ooh, that's hard. We have our, our receiver room stacked, honestly. And then so many different guys bring so much different stuff to the table that it's kind of hard. But um, who have I done against that's, like, really just – actually, I'll just talk about, like, most of our receivers' aspects that make them hard to guard. So we have uh, Terrence, one of our receivers, one of the kind of older guys. His routes are crazy. He knows how to set up routes. He knows how to um, kind of make you, like, bite on something else. So that's – he's really good at that. Um I'll just talk about Dom real quick. Dom, he's one of those guys that he can beat you deep. He can break it down in front of you. So you have to really be careful and be on your A game, and you can't cheat it. Whereas some guys that you know you can outrun them, you can kind of play underneath them because you know they won't beat you deep. Like him, you just have to play it honest. And, I mean, you have to go up there and try to make the best play you can. Uh, Puka, he's one of those guys. He's just a big play type of guy. I mean, like any little mistake you do, he's going to buy in on it and be able to get open. Uh, Gunner, he's so technical that it's – Honestly, the same thing. If you mess up on anything, like, he knows how to pick you apart. So he's one of those guys that's hard to go against. Kibo, I mean, you throw it up deep to him. I mean, he's going to have time come down. He's <laughs> one of those type of guys. And he's so strong off the line that you have to be ready for him to, you know, throw you off. And if he doesn't, he's going to try to beat you deep. And with his strides, he can do that. And, I mean, there's so many guys that I can't even have to mention. Them. But uh, one guy that I will say that it worked out with named Chris Jackson, his releases are crazy. He's one of those guys who knows how to set up off the line. So those are probably the best guys I've gone against so far, honestly. Yeah, for me, I mean, I haven't gone against everyone yet, but just going against, like, guys like D'Lo, he's, like, super long, like, physical. Like, he knows what he's doing, super patient. And then, I mean, KG is always fun to go against, competition, <laughs> going back and forth. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we pretty much know each other's, like, weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's fun. You all know what to expect. But, um... Yeah, I mean, Jacob Robinson, too. He's really good at, like, mirroring me. He's always right there. Whenever I make a cut, he's really good. I know you guys don't want to, like, trash talk each other that much. But Why would you do it? Trust me. Both of you guys, if you went up ten times, who wins? I don't know. I'm thinking it's five and five. Uh, that's <laughs> five? That's a safe answer. Yeah, I like that. that. That's a veteran answer. Yeah, I'll go five and five. It's, it's kind of one of those things that, like, even if, he beats me the majority of the time. It's one of those things that, like, the next rep is going to be vice versa. It's, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's just kind of like, the best way to put it, Dom's a dog. Like, he's one of those guys that if you beat him on a rep, he's going to take it personal in the next rep. And he's not going to do it in a way that he's, like, mad at you. He's going to do it in a way that he's like, okay, like, now nah, I have to be better than you. Like, on yeah. this next play, like, I have to be better. So, it's kind of one of those things you enjoy going against him because he makes you better by doing that. Like, he makes it where it's, like, He's not going to go easy on you, even though, like, me and him are best friends, like, since we got up here. And he's not going to go easy on me. He's going to make me work, and he's going to try to beat me every time because that's the way it's supposed to be to make me better. And it's the same way with him. I try to go against him. So, like, I don't know. Going against him, it's it, – going for 10 is going to be hard. So, I think it's probably be, like, 5 and 5. I'll say that. I, I'll say 5 and 5. Yeah, me too. Somewhere around there. <laughs> so, uh, somewhere around there. <laughs> Six and four. No, I'm not going to yeah. see it. But <laughs> in, private, in private, we might, we yeah. might hash it out a little bit. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, we go up to the field and do releases and routes all the time, and it's just pretty much back and forth every time. You know? 
And we'll That's be cool. honest with each other too, like on releases. Like when he beats me, I'm like, ooh. That was, that was a good release. <laughs> and then, like, I get him, he'll be like, ooh, that, that was good. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of one of those things you love that because it's like, I mean, it'll be like 8 o'clock. Like, we just finished the workouts, finished class and all that thing. Don will be like, hey, you trying to go to the field? Like, do release? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then, even when I'm not trying to, he'll drag me out there. And if he's not trying to, we'll just drag. Like, we force each other to be great. Yeah. So it's awesome. It's really one of those type of relationships that you can't be. No, that's that's awesome. Uh, we welcome in Dan. Yeah. Third member of our crew. Yeah, sorry I'm late. <laughs> He's here. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, you guys are roommates, right? We we're talking about this off air. Yeah. Is that normal for a DB and a wide receiver to be roommates? I feel like that's like you know bumping heads a lot. It's. I'll probably say it's probably a little different, but I mean I don't know. Like it's funny because on the visit, me and him really didn't even talk like that. <laughs> we didn't really talk, but like. I don't know, since I've been here, it's just like, you know, you kind of start finding your clique, finding people that you really have a closer relationship to than most of your teammates. I mean, even the rest of the DBs I'm close with, like our freshman DBs, like we have Zion Allen, Evan Johnson, uh, Nathaniel Gillis, like Chica, Evanoa. We have a lot of those guys, and it's just like, you get so close with all of them, but honestly, like, kind of just separated when we started hanging out together with Jacob, I was kind of like, oh, this is my guy, like. So, kind of talked to Coach G, and I was like, hey, is there any way I can get room with him? He was like, for the receiver? I was like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> is there any way I can get room with my guy? And he was like, yeah, I mean, sure, that's fine. And honestly, I feel like it's been more beneficial just because uh, it's kind of one of those things we're able to bump heads, kind of actually shoot a lot of stuff off each other, too. Like, I'll talk to him about a type of, like, technique I'd want to play on him, and he'd be honest with me, be like, uh, like, that might work, or like, oh, I don't know, because I'd do this. And then it's like, oh, and then he'd ask me the same thing, so it's... It's honestly been like more beneficial, I'd like to say. That's, yeah. that's awesome, man. That's actually really cool. I, I never thought about that, but it, it seems like that would be really beneficial for both of you to kind of mm-hmm. be able to work that off of each other. I've never really thought about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess part of it is almost like it's more important that you guys are tight, right? Like that yeah, you guys yeah. are good friends rather than like the position you guys play. Oh, yeah, like that. yeah, it's never that serious. Like. Even in practice during the breaks, like <laughs> we'll come up to each other. Yeah, like all the receivers are like all together, but I'll just be like hanging out with all the DBs. <laughs> and just I'm like, oh, I need to go back. Yeah. It's super funny, just kind of like mentioning today, like uh, Dom made like a lot of plays today, and it's funny because uh, like he'll make plays, and then you'll see like the DB sideline like kind of celebrate it. They'll be like, okay, Dom, like get a KG, like. He, like, made a play, and I was like, okay, KG. And then, like, everybody started looking at me, and I was like, oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and it's, it's funny, just little things like that. It's just, like, at the end of the day, though it's offense and defense, and you guys are battling against each other every day, it's like you still have the type of relationship to see your teammates win. And, I mean, I feel like that's definitely shown with Dom just because, like, when he makes a play, like, the majority, if not all the DBs, actually, it's pretty much all the DBs, like, are hype about it. And they'll, like, be honest with it, like, uh, Today, he had a one-hand catch on one of our guys, and we were all just like, we got hype about it. I'm not going to like, the DBs got hype about it. And it was funny just because he came down with it, and we were like, dang, is that a catch? He popped up, and we are like, oh, my God. (laughs) It was a a crazy catch, and we were just like, holy. Real recognize real, right? Yeah, and and that's one thing our team's about, too, is, like, we don't really try to undercut each other. Like, it's one of those things, like, if a receiver runs a good route on us, like, you'll see, uh, say, like, D'Lo and Gunner, for example. They bat a lot against each other at practice all the time. And it's one of those things that, like, say D'Lo does good coverage on Gunner, Gunner gives him credit for it. D'Lo messes up on a play, or if Gunner breaks D'Lo off on a play, I mean, 
they they really like support each other on that type of stuff. And it's the majority with all of our receivers, even Puka, like if a guy locks up Puka, Puka like gives him respect for it. Puka catches a guy, ball on a guy, everybody like you know it's kind of one of those things that we all support each other and lift each other up, like which insinuates that family like atmosphere. It's that family feel that Kalani's always talking about. Man, he does. He does talk about it. <laughs> yeah, is he just going on and on about it all the time? Nah, and it's not even that he overdoes it. He just he talks about it enough where you really get it implanted in your mind. You're like, no, this is actually like one of those family atmospheres. This is a family. Like, it means a lot. So I got one thing I've always wanted to know about the BYU football team. Okay. <laughs> People don't often think about the assistant coaches. They kind of fly under the radar, you know? Yeah. But is there any assistant coach who was like... Super crazy, energetic, bouncing off the walls. And is there another one who's like super stoic and calm and reserved like that? What are some of the personalities of the assistants? Uh, I'll say DB wise, Coach DJ, easy. Yeah. Coach DJ is one of those DB coaches that like he's uh, assist Coach G, and if you make a play, he's letting you know that you made a play. Or if you have good coverage, even if the ball's not thrown your way, he's screaming, oh, yeah, like, just, he's going wild. And it's, you kind of appreciate it at some point. Like, at first, you're kind of like, oh, like. But it kind of gets to the point where it helps you build your confidence up, and it makes you, like, you know, feel good about yourself. And it's also good to know that you have a guy in your corner like that that's just going to bring the energy every day, hype you up, lift you up and everything. Because, like, even when we're doing DB drills and I'll, like, drop a ball or something, we'll be like, KG, you know you owe me 10. And then... <laughs> You know, he helped me run the drill back. I'll catch the ball, and he, like, you know, gives me a pat on the butt. Like, just all that kind of stuff, pat on the back. Like, he, mm-hmm. he shows a lot of love. It's one of those things that means a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's a new uh, assistant wide receivers coach named Coach Red. He's, <laughs> he's super chill, super helpful. He's pretty funny, and, yeah, I like him a lot. He's a good guy. <laughs> Sweet. I don't know. Is this true? I've heard from some of the other players that no matter where you are on the field, you're always going to hear defunct yelling about something. Is that yes. True? No. Yeah. You're not. You're gonna hear Co- Coach Funk yelling about something. He's gonna either. He he's gonna he's gonna let you know if you messed up on something. That's all I'm gonna say. He's gonna let you know. It doesn't matter what position you play on defense. He's gonna let you know that you messed up. Yeah. Like, and it's cool because he knows the defense that well, where he can tell you like, oh yeah, you weren't in the right coverage. Like, you you did that wrong. Or it's just like he'll he'll let you know. But it's awesome though. He's he's a funny guy. We joke around during walkthroughs with him. He's he's funny. He's hilarious. <laughs> That's good. Uh, looking to BYU's team this year, what's one person that when you guys got to campus, you guys saw him was like, oh, that guy's different. Like, that guy's huge or that guy's fast. Was there, like, somebody that kind of stood out to you about that? I mean, for me, I mean, you got to go with Puka. I mean, yeah, I, saw, I saw his routes. I was just like, dang. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. Appearance-wise, I'll say Fisher. He scared me coming in. I was like, <laughs> golly, that's a big guy. And then Kingsley also. Kingsley? Because he's actually my locker mate. He's right by me. Oh, okay. So I first got over there, and I was like, hey, looking up to him. I'm like, oh, what's, what's up, man? But he's awesome. He's he's one of those guys that are different. And then, honestly, Caleb Hayes and Jacob Robinson and D'Angelo Mandel, those are guys that, like, they're best of – I'll say this. Jacob Robinson, when you see his feet move on releases and everything, it's like it's like everything's in slow-mo for him. Like, he's so patient. He can stay square for 10 yards, and it's like, it's insane. You don't see that at the Division one level. Yeah. So, and, you know, usually you see him at nickel and everything, but at corner, I mean, he's crazy. He's a crazy athlete. He has hands like the best receiver on the team. Like, it's insane. 
So he's one of those guys that when I got on the field, I was like, yeah, he's different. And then D'Angelo Mandel, just the way his technique, the way he knows, like, technique. He's a technician. I mean, that was one thing that was different to me. And Caleb Hayes, just, I mean, like, appearance-wise and on the field, I mean, he's a long corner, a big, big corner. Like, it's kind of one of those things you see and you're like, ah, oh, like, this is yeah, it's huge. So it's there's a lot of guys on our team that you could say are, like, just different. So it's it's, it's kind of hard to just put them all in one. But, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. awesome. Remember when we saw um, Malika in and out? Yeah. All starstruck. It's funny. It's funny because uh, Leek was one of my hosts on the visit. So it's funny. You see him, I'm like, Ah, Lee. We joke around and call him Unk now. We call all the, we call all the older DBs Unk, and then we joke around and call Caleb Papa. <laughs> yeah, we joke around. We have fun with it. It's a real family. No, yeah. We and they get annoyed sometimes, but they've kind of accepted it now. They're like, because we got all the freshmen to start saying that on the DB side, so we all joke around, and call him Unk and Papa. So it's, it's hilarious. It's so funny to hear like the inner mechanisms that go on, like just. How, how like all the players chop it up because everyone like thinks about football right and they think about fall camp and think about how much of a grind it is and everything but we were just talking to you guys earlier you said it's fun and you're messing around with these guys it's personable these guys are like your friends now no literally and it's funny because so we'll uh finish practice everything do our little meals and stuff have our little break for like naps and stuff where we got meeting and lifts and we have probably what like two UFC tournaments going on upstairs in the players' lounge. You got people knocked out of sleep while the people are yelling about UFC. You got probably two guys wrestling on the ground for no reason at all. It's it's awesome, and it's kind of one of those things that, like, it is a family atmosphere, and then it's just there's so much love on the team, and, like, brotherly love. You have the team, like, moms, like the elderly ladies that give us food and stuff like those are like motherly love you have you just have so many people on the team that just show you so much love it's 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 amazing it's, i mean it's crazy is one of those ladies dawn yeah miss dawn miss dawn is my dawn yeah is so awesome <laughs> oh my gosh she's hilarious and with her little accent so yeah i joke around with her every time i'm in there i joke around about the food or something it's, that's that's my dog. Don's one of the funniest people I know. Like I talked to, cause we like at work we go to legends and we like deliver the legends and stuff all the time. She's gotta be one of the funniest people ever. And you just she is when you, you get talk her, to her. Yeah. yeah, you get her going on about something like, hey Don, how's your day? And she'll like complain about the most random thing, but she does it in the funniest way because oh, her yeah. accent. Yeah. She's okay. That's awesome. Uh, one question. So, Coach uh, Elias Tuiaki. I think you guys call him Coach E, right? Is that yeah, Coach E or Coach Tui. Coach Tui, yeah. Anyway, last year, clean shaven. Yeah. Now he's got a stash. Got stash. Yeah. What do you guys think about the stash? I like the stash. Apparently yeah. his wife hates it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because uh, before fall camp started, he actually had like a nice little beard going. I was like, okay, Coach, like, yeah. Coach Lamb had one too. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Coach okay. Lamb had one. He got a little stash going now too. But um, <laughs> Coach Lamb had a beard, and I was joking around with him all the time. I was joking around about Coach Lamb having a little gray in his. Coach Tui having yeah. a little gray in his. But, um, nah, I remember first day uh, when we checked in, they're ragging on Coach uh, Tui about his stash, but um, I like it. I think you know what I'm saying it's a little swaggy for him. You know what I'm saying? I, he needs a little bit of swag. I like it. I like yeah. it. And then Don, does A Rod still have the booster stash? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's cool. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> this looks sick. Yeah. When it, I saw him like just walking around campus, and I like had a double take. I'm like, what? Is that Miles Teller? Like, <laughs> look exactly like with the hair and the stash. Not gonna lie, the Top Gun. A lot of our teammates start growing out. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
not gonna lie. I see that thing in BYU too. Everyone grows out mustaches. Yeah, they do. They, they yeah. definitely grow out mustaches. For better or for worse, too. Hey, we almost grew out mustaches one time, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. That was not good. I think part of, like, the the best part of this is just, like, being able to know you guys, like, as, as people. Because I feel like a lot of people will look at the players and they're like, this is the quarterback. This, you know, yeah, no, for they're sure. football players, but like you guys are people too. You have lives, and you know you're funny. Like we were talking about Star Wars before. Oh no, like, yeah, for sure. I love like, Star Wars. It's it's so it's it's just a side of you guys that nobody really gets to see, and I, I think that's really important that everybody sees you guys as you know, just like you guys are just normal like us too. But you're freakish athletes and are amazing at football. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome too because I mean it's like we have people like you guys who really appreciate those little things because I mean sometimes it gets overwhelming especially now that you're in college you're put on a pedestal so it's like you're just looked at as like an idol to a lot of people which I mean is awesome you know it's super cool but it's definitely a lot of weight a lot of bearings on it with it and you know it's kind of one of those things that you have to like really appreciate the little things like that sometimes like even in class having conversations about like anime or like Star Wars just now like just little things like that it go- means so much I mean I had a conversation with uh, Jaron yesterday because me and Jaron never really talked like that I mean I'm freshman quarterback he's right. starting quarterback you know what I mean there's really no reason for us to talk but yeah. um, no we went to Splash Summit yesterday and I wasn't trying to go down the slide I was so scared <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie it was uh, free fall oh, the- and him and Jaron were trying to talk me into it because uh <laughs> He went down it twice, just back okay. to back. He saw me up there, and I was like, I'm not doing it. And then uh, Jaren saw me downstairs after I just went down the slide, and he was like, oh, no, like, you're scared of ice? I was like, yeah, a little bit. He's like, okay, yeah, you're coming down the slide. Like, <laughs> so uh, I went up there. He's, like, giving me a whole little pep talk and everything, just kind of, like, seeing that he's human, too, is awesome because, you know, that's the type of guy you want to run through a wall for, honestly. Right. And it's kind of yeah. cool because it's like, now he owes me lunch because I went down the slide. So, you know, it's, it's awesome. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, that's so. sweet. Who are you going to see in and out now when you go with Jaren? I don't think I'm going to go to Jaren. I think I'm going to go to somewhere expensive since he's treating Oh, okay. There we go. Hit up Tucano's over here. Or I already know. I'm yeah. just looking at the most expensive place in Provo. <laughs> yeah, literally. I don't even know what they got. I'm just going to eat something. Yeah. Speaking of your guys' lives outside of football, we were kind of talking about this before, but we just want to make sure we can embarrass you guys on air. Okay, perfect. What's your guys' guilty pleasure? Like, it's just you... What are you doing? I mean, for me, I mean, I like watching Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can agree. All right, though. No. no. Hey, you team Twilight. Edward or team Jacob? Oh, team Jacob. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> team Jacob. Team Jacob. No, I'm not going to lie. Me and, me and Dumb are going to have to agree on that one. Just because uh, it was actually my birthday in July, and me and him, uh, we had a uh, Twilight like marathon over the past, what, like three days? Yeah. Just a three <laughs> day. Man, just literally just at Jacob Robinson's house because uh, he's a fan of Twilight too. Not to, not to throw him under the bus, not to throw too much on her. But so literally, we just all watch it together. Like it's it's hilarious. Like we brought popcorn, pizza, noodles, all that yeah. stuff, and just literally chilled over there for the next three days just watching Twilight. So I think I think that might have to be it. That Star Wars or anime, honestly, that's that's probably that's probably gonna have to be my guilty pleasure. Yeah. What anime is you watching? Ooh. Uh, gotta go with Attack on Titans probably is my okay. favorite one right yeah. now uh-huh. um, Naruto's always gonna be a classic Naruto's always gonna be a classic uh, aren't you a big Naruto fan there? I've seen maybe 200 episodes okay, okay. <laughs> halfway yeah, yeah, yeah. done yeah, yeah, yeah. you still That's got long. a little bit to go but. <laughs> so long 
No, it's, it's but great though. There's just so many good ones that I've watched. I've tried to watch One Piece, but it's so long. So. Uh, yeah, I couldn't finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Isn't that like a thousand yeah. episodes yeah. or something? It's so crazy. crazy. I will say a good one that I just finished on Netflix is Vinland Saga that I just, I mean, I cleared through it in like three days. So <laughs> that one was a really good one. I just got dumb on it. So, but yeah. I mean, there's so many. I can't really think. Yeah, of. for me, I mean, gotta go with Hunter Hunter. Oh, uh, I forgot about Death Note, Code Geass. I like all those shows. Let's go. <laughs> See, stuff. it's funny to like hear this and be like, "Oh yeah, like we like that stuff too." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's funny. And we were talking about Star Wars before. Yes. We got like the sequels with like Rey and Kylo Ren. Then we got the prequels ah. with you know like young Anakin and Obi Wan and, yeah. and Padme. And then we got the originals, right? Ah, Luke yeah. and Leia. What? What? Which saga is your guys' favorite? Oh, I gotta go with Young Anakin. I'm not Prequels, gonna lie. Yeah, 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 let's yeah. go. Prequels, really. <sighs> I don't know. I I grew up watching all of them, all the prequels and everything, and I liked them. But I don't know. I yeah, uh, yeah. I'm have to work out those. Yeah, yeah. just Young yeah, Anakin yeah. was so Young tough. Anakin's oh my cool. gosh, he's so tough. He's so cool. And then Mace Windu. Oh my gosh. Oh, let's Mace go. Was so cool. <laughs> I just remember, oh my gosh, I was so sad when he died, I was mad. But, no, honestly, yeah, I'll probably have to say the, the prequels. Prequels are awesome. Yeah, yeah let's go. Prequel. Uh, Dan, you, it looked like you thought that was a little bit controversial. That's um, really I don't like know, things. I feel like those ones don't get as much love. Yeah. Oh, okay. People, most people, I would say, four through six, they're like the classics. Yeah. Maybe those are the boomer versions. <laughs> yeah. No, I like those. But, just, yeah. I don't know why, you can't. Nah. Tiger Clones carries. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. I always just go back to Rogue One. I Rogue, Rogue One's Yeah, you guys like Rogue One? Oh, yeah, Rogue like, One was yeah, actually good. really good. Yeah, like, yeah, no, Rogue yeah, One was just a movie. sleeper. Yeah. No, it was it was like more of a realistic look, I'd like to say right. on Star Wars. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, not everybody kinda like came through, you know what I mean? Like it's, it was kinda one of those realistic like war looks on Star Wars and I actually really liked it. Yeah. I liked yeah. it a lot. It also has the best scene in cinematic history at the end with Darth Vader in the tunnel. Let's go. But like, what are some other things you guys like to do? You know, like, you know, obviously, like watch TV shows and stuff. Just like, yeah. but like anything else? Like, um, I mean, for me, like, I like working on my car a lot. I've oh, okay. Yeah, I've done nice. I've done some stuff to it. But, nice. Um, clean. Yeah. Did you bring it all the way up from Florida? Yeah, my dad actually drove it up. Yo, <laughs> Florida, yeah. shout out. I know, like 2,000 miles because the, the company that was supposed to ship it they didn't pick it up or on time or something. Wow. So I was like, I'm just driving it up. Oh, but, yeah, that was, that was crazy. That's dedication. Shout out to Bob's. Yeah, yeah. 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 shout out to Bob's. Yeah, I drove my Salt Lake Airport right after. And, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. awesome. I just want to think. Honestly, probably, I actually like to read. I'm not going to lie. I do yeah, like to read. That's good. Um, I like comics and stuff like that too a lot. And then probably just listen to music. I like a lot of music, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What type of music? <laughs> Everything, honestly. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, especially, like, uh, growing up in Louisiana, they got so many different types of music there. Like, we got so much different uh, diversity when it comes to music. So I really kind of grew up on everything. Then my sister, my older sister, uh, she put me on so much, like, R&B okay. type stuff. And then uh, my stepmom, she put me on, like, alternative, like, all that kind of stuff. So really, I just, I like everything, honestly. That's good. Me and Dom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Dom, everything. I was going to say, Dom puts me on a lot of music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He puts me on a lot of music. Baby. Are you guys like in everything nice. but country kind of everything? Or like in everything, everything? I like country. I ain't you gonna do? Lie. Okay. Boy, we got so much country music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 like country. How about you, Dom? I mean, for me, like, I'll listen to it. It's cool. Like, certain songs, like, 
like they stick out to me. I mean, I'm not gonna put it on like just like yeah. in my car, but like I mean, I don't, I don't discriminate. Like, I like everything. Yeah. Yeah. So they play it in the weight room sometimes, and I'm, yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll hear me yeah. singing it. I'm not gonna. No, lie. Right. I'll play no, it. Play it. Room. no yeah. the co- the the coaches will be surprised that I'm yeah. doing it. So it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> Have you guys learned wagon wheel yet? Been through that. Yeah, you gotta learn wagon wheel before the Utah State game. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's oh. Yeah, that's, that's okay. the old wagon wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Sing it in the locker room after after we trash them. <laughs> uh, speaking of the upcoming season, have you guys looked forward to like? Have you guys been looking ahead to USF first game, or is it still like mainly focused on just the team and like getting better, working on the depth chart stuff like that? For sure, I've definitely looked forward to USF just because you know it's one of those games that's like. I personally, actually, I've been looking for it, but like going to Florida, going to that stadium, it's gonna be so much fun. And then, like, of course, for season opener, like, there's no way you can't think about it. You know, everybody yeah. has that on their mind. So it's actually really exciting to me. Um, I'm really excited for. It. I'm excited for Baylor too, cause I got a lot of friends that go to Baylor. Okay. Just cause you okay. know I take a couple visits there. So one of my friends that I played uh, football with, he's a safety named Corey Gordon. He plays safety there, so we, me and him have been trash talking. Oh, yeah. Another one of my friends from Utah State, so I've been looking forward to that game. So let's go. Me and him have nice. been trash talking too. We've already, we've already talked about that game a little bit. Let's go. I mean, yeah, I've definitely been looking forward towards USF and going back home to Florida and stuff. Right. Yeah. But um, I mean, yeah, building the team is definitely more important right now. Yeah. For the sure. stage and um, just getting ready, make sure everybody's healthy, everybody's up to par. I mean, you know. Anything else with the coaches have been kind of more focused on is just the team aspect, or have you guys been like looking at USF films stuff like that? I'm not gonna lie, they've, it's it's kind of been a mix, okay. honestly. Like in the DB room, at least we really kind of, again, like they're so big on trying to teach so much to the young guys, we've kind of like foregone that. But a couple of the older guys and like some of our freshmen, uh, he'll pull us aside and have us look at some of the USF stuff, peek out a little bit, but. He's just trying, they're trying not to overload us, defensive-wise at least. They're trying not to overload us right now with too much stuff. But, I mean, I mean, we're still looking forward to it, still looking towards it, you know, getting ready, of course, day by day. But it's kind of one of those things that, like, we know the type of team we have. We know the talent we have. So it's one of those things that, like, we're not putting them past us, but we definitely are trying to build our team first mm-hmm. and then start going to where we start coming from people's throats. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Coach Fessy, yeah, he's done a great job with that, like, just developing all of us and, like, Make sure we're all playing well and doing things right, and uh, I'm probably I'm pretty sure we're gonna get into that USF stuff like a little bit later. Okay, okay cool. Because you guys have a very experienced team here, so are you guys installing a lot? Not yeah, we've tried to install something new every day, honestly. Okay. Like you know they're trying to just add a plethora of new things to the team, plethora of new looks, and you know it's kind of one of those things that like it's it's gonna be great during the season because we can come with so much so many different things. So it's mm-hmm. it's awesome. I'm sure. So there's one thing. But I've always wanted to know, besides the assistant coaches, um, with the players, I know you haven't had a game yet, but are there any players who have really weird, like, pregame routines or practice <laughs> routines, or, like, they won't change their socks or something? Do you know of any people like that? That's kind of one of those things you just got to keep on. That's fair. That's fair. So you can't, can't put too much out. But no, nah, we, have, we, have, we have a couple of funny guys. Superstition or something? Yeah, we have a couple of funny guys on the team. I mean, we all have our own, you know, vices when it comes to stuff like that. We all kind of have our own, like, methods and stuff we like to do before games. Like, shoot, I have to eat, like, airheads for every game. Airheads. <laughs> airheads. I'm not going to lie. The, 
only games I haven't, I've gotten injured, so it's weird to me now. Like, I have to do it. I have to do it. So yeah. it's it's funny. I've already stocked up on a little bit that I haven't even touched yet. I've made sure that I have it just saved for the season. Just saved for the season. But, uh, <laughs> no, nah, we, have, we have a couple guys, of course, that have their own little things, these rituals they do before games. But, yeah, you got to. Gotta just right. keep that on the low. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. How about you? You got anything you're at least like, willing to share? At least? <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> keep that under wraps. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's only weird if it doesn't work. So. Exactly. No, if it works, it's fine. Hey, we're big believers in superstition. Oh yeah. yeah sure. I mean, when we, it comes to sports, we're like the most superstitious people ever. Like. We have our own like pregame rituals that we do. So. Oh, yeah. I will say one thing. I think I do is listen, listen to R and B. Like, okay. I, I have to listen to R&B or slow music the entire day just yeah, because I'm already too. so worked up. Like, See I'm already so excited, like, because one thing, at least at the corner position, is you can't get too worked up. You have to yeah. stay relaxed, patient, calm, and everything, because yeah. you don't, that's when you get beat, but that's when you make the little mistakes that can, you know, when DBs, when we get beat, it's touchdowns. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's just the way it is. So, it's kind of one of those things that, like, R&B kind of helps me, like, relax, smooth everything out, kind of just, like, Visualize plays in my head and I just stay calm for the game. Because when the game comes, of course, your heart starts beating fast, get the little better butterflies, got the loud music playing. So, yeah, I just try to relax for the game. Yeah, it's funny. I do the same thing. <laughs> I always listen to, like, slow music just to keep me calm. My go-to is definitely Rex Orange County. <laughs> yeah, Rex Orange County. Yeah. <laughs> Some loving is easy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was just listening to that earlier. <laughs> Can't go on with that. I'm not gonna lie. Right, George kind of knows how to get on. So, you guys spoke about like you know the loud crowds and everything. Are you guys excited to play in front of like the Rock, the BYU student section? Have you guys like seen videos or heard the legends or what's what are you guys thinking about that? Uh, I'm I'm super excited, but it's actually funny because on our visit we went to like a men's volleyball game and uh, we were sit- me and Dom were sitting courtside on the at the game and we were right by the student section. And they started, like, chanting, like, the, like, uh, Royal Crew 22, like, our little, like, um, the recruiting class, like, little oh, motto yeah. thing. Nice. And then, like, the Jumbotron, like, put on yeah. us and everything. It was crazy. <laughs> so it's just, like, just little things like that, like, them knowing us by name just as recruits. You're kind of like, oh, yeah, snap. Like, this is, cool. this is big. Like, this is cool. So yeah. I'm, I'm definitely excited for games. Excited to go out there and make plays and be able to get the love from Rock, from everybody, you know, just the whole team, whole fans, all that people. Yeah, I'm super excited too. Cougar Nation. Fan base is huge. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. Everywhere. Then definitely the home games playing in front of those mountains is crazy. We had to do I would say this is sucked, but when we had to do stadiums, you get at the top of the stands, you're breathing hard, you're like, Hey, it's pretty though. It's pretty pretty though. It's, it could be worse. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's nice. It's nice. It's definitely, definitely one of the best places you could play in. Best atmosphere. Sure. Definitely one of the most scenic atmospheres. Not lying about yeah. that. Not <laughs> lying about that. Are you guys excited to play November home games when it's like 35 degrees out? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we already talked about that. Uh, oh, when it's pouring rain or it starts snowing and stuff. Uh, See, if it rains and it's like 80 or above, I'd be cool. That that would oh, be perfect for it's me. It's not 80 degrees. It's going to be like, yeah. yeah. I know, that's, yeah. That's, that's like ice falling from the sky. Yeah, exactly. So that's where I'm kind of like, ah. But. Luckily, they get us ready for stuff like that. We have a great equipment team that they're going to throw us a little couple thermals yeah. and stuff like that to keep us warm. Those big old jackets you wore on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to take some getting used to. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. Especially being from Jacksonville, yeah. man. It doesn't, so it doesn't snow at all in Florida. So like, yeah. 
coming up here on the visit. It was crazy. You going snowmobiling? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen that much snow in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, it's definitely something. So it's something to be excited for, though. So, I know the right answer is the next game. But when you guys look at the schedule and everything, are there any games? like As fans, you know, we look forward to certain games, you know, the big names and everything. We get all pumped for it. Are there teams that you guys see that you're just excited to play? Probably me, it's the same teams like Baylor. I got friends that play there. Arkansas, I got a lot of friends that play there. Just people that I trained with whenever I moved to Oklahoma. Like a lot of guys like that. And then, of course, Notre Dame. Can't beat that game. Of course, yeah. got to be excited about that. When Utah State, just so we can whoop on them. Like, you know, <laughs> it's exciting. It's exciting. God. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah. going to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we'll you yeah, and Cougar Nation travels really well, so yeah. not you're gonna have a great contingent at every single game. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Heck yeah, man. Well, oh, yeah. thanks for coming on. We appreciate you guys spending the time. Like we know you guys are probably dead tired. Just a little bit. But yeah. Nah, but we appreciate you guys having us, man. It was fun, fun being on here. Yeah, yeah really fun. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You guys have any questions for us? We always do this. The end of interviews. Yeah. We like, we'd like yeah. to turn the yeah, table. you get to interview us now. <laughs> Take the Any mic. questions? Who's your favorite person you've interviewed? Mm, uh, what's, what's the football answer? The person we're currently interviewing. Exactly. That's my only question. Corbin Green. To be honest, this is probably one of the interviews where we've gotten like most like friendly and personal and been able to chop it up the most. Like, this, yeah. this has been yeah. awesome. Yeah. It really has been. Shout out you guys for being the best interviews. <laughs> yeah. yep. Shout out you guys for being the best people to get interviewed by. So oh, let's go, go, let's go. Family atmosphere. Right? Exactly. Yeah, that's what we're creating right here on the yeah, World Strong Street Podcast. And then, yeah, just remind you guys, you guys are contractually obligated to come back whenever we want you, so. Well, yeah, I'm going to keep you on the contract. <laughs> Anytime you make Get a play. <laughs> yep, yeah. I don't care how late it is, you guys got to come by and do that. Yeah. <laughs> 8.15 game ended at midnight. I don't care, man. You got to come on over. 1 o'clock, we got the interview going soon, baby. Hey, after the Utah game, we actually met some some football players in the parking lot of McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, parking lot of McDonald's. It's like 2.30 a.m. We, we, we worked together with them to keep like people that were trying to cut out of the line. Like They were right behind us. And we, yeah. It was but, yeah. Any more questions for us? No, that's it. Appreciate you guys having us. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Hey, thank you, guys. We appreciate it. And lastly... Gotta get a go Cougs. Oh, go Cougs, go Cougs, baby. Go Cougs. Go Let's Cougs. go.